You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody! Welcome to an all-new episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. My name is Jared Haben, and I'm not joined in studio by Dean Ungler. I think he's in Greece, still traveling the world. I am not joined by Skype with Vanessa Grimaldi because I'm pretty sure she's in Italy right now. <laughs> I'm curious why iHeart didn't fly me out to Europe so we could do a live podcast. Euro trip style. I'm a little disappointed, but that's okay. I am in studio with a wonderful guest. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm not disappointed <laughs> anymore because I'm looking to my right and I have a wonderful, amazing guest host today with me. It is Sadie Murray, Yay! ladies and gentlemen. So happy to be here. No, we're very happy to have you here. Sadie, you have been on the podcast before, but you were not in studio. <laughs> No, I was calling from home because I had a pinched nerve. And how'd you get that pinched nerve? You know, I'm really committed to my downward dog. And I was um, in hot yoga and I let I let my ego take over. They say don't do that in yoga. But the girl next to me was really flexible. And I was like, me too. And And you thought you could get even more down with the downward dog. The next thing you know, I'm like laying flat on the ground and can't move and needed some heavy medication to feel better so called in right after i took that medication talk to you guys um you you, you sounded very sober i don't know we could go back and listen well maybe i'll go back and listen now just to see i don't think how hmm, wobbly you were slurs but you know Ah, i think you were fine well viking Viking and never hurt anybody before doing (laughs) an on-air podcast (laughs) you were just fine you said nothing but horrible things about everybody (laughs) um but sadie so you are you you uh, we're formerly on The Bachelor. Yes. And you uh, were on the season with Prince, what was his name? Lorenzo Borghese. Lorenzo Borghese. Sounds you, like a pasta dish, right? It does. Do you want the noodles Pasta's or do better. you want the Pasta is better. Lo- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you if you had a bowl of Lorenzo Borghese. Borghese or a bowl of pasta Alfredo in front of you, you're going with the Alfredo? I'm going with my man Fred on that. I yeah. don't blame you there. So, but you were runner up. I was. 
Oh my gosh. I was so confident walking into that rose final rose ceremony. I wore a white dress, Jared. Like I was like, yeah, you were ready to go. Like, let's do the wedding now. Yeah, you get on one knee, and as soon as you get up, Chris Harrison will walk in. He will officiate yeah, us both. 100%. We will walk out a married couple and live happily ever after as Prince and Princess Lorenzo Bagardi. Borghese. Borghese. We, I mean, same difference. It's okay. Um, also, you were notoriously known because you were one of the first people to ever admit that they were a virgin yeah. on the show. That was major back then, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. And also didn't realize that it would become such a thing because... I mean, it's obviously so much there. You're so much more than just a virgin when mm. you go on that show. And, you know, I just it, then it became a drinking game for people watching after. So that was good. What drinking game? Like did every it time, become? every time I said, I'm saving myself for marriage. Like people be like, yes, yes, <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> um, where do you mind if we ask about it? I'm kind of curious. I mean, I'm not still a virgin. If no, no, asking. no, oh, I'm not okay. asking that. I'm saying. And back there's up. a new season of The Bachelorette where Sadie yes. finally becomes sexually active. Sadie goes directly into the <laughs> fantasy suites. Uh, oh, no, I was curious. I'm sort of like Hannah like that. Just Yeah, jumping right just in. Jumping just into those four windmill. Dudes with you. <laughs> you go from the windmill to four dudes in the fantasy yeah. suite, you're golden. Yep. Well, I'm curious. Did you say on TV that you were saving yourself from marriage? I did. But were I you? think I, I was. I was. I, I grew up really... Um, Christian and spiritual. And I think like in my world, like that, that wasn't abnormal to mm -hmm. say. So I just brought my real self to the show. Little did I know that that would get picked up on so much and it would become such a thing. Um, and of course, like everybody has to make the decision that they want for themselves. I mean, it's not, but it did definitely, it, it affected me after the show. It was weird. It was People weird. judging you about it? B both ways too. Like, oh, good for her. Like I had like, people from churches like I had people like a pastor stop me and be like you're such a great example for all the young women of America and I was like what this pressure and then I had people being like she's a liar she's probably a slut and it was like but I'm not like but what if I want to be like yeah there's nothing wrong with that let either me, let me live but I did it to myself and I always say no one forces you to say anything on these shows mm -hmm. so you're responsible for the words coming out of your mouth and mm -hmm. you know I almost wish, I mean, looking back, I almost wish that hadn't been part of it, but it is what it is. We can't do anything now. And hopefully, you know, but like you said, it was you, it was me. It was me at the time. And maybe not then, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll go back on that and, and say, I'm glad I did. I just, I guess I wish the edit was different mm -hmm. because not, I don't feel like a lot of my personality came through. Like it was just like, I'm the virgin. I feel like everybody that feels sense? that way. Yeah. I mean, especially with the bachelor bachelorette, because there's so much camera time that needs to go around yeah that you truly are a character mm -hmm. you know they can only show one facet of your personality right because like every villain who comes off this show says oh they didn't I'm show anything person. yeah and it's like well you're just you're a character at this right. point you know they're only going to show the bad parts of you if you're going to be villainized where right. if you're going to be perceived as this prince charming then they're only going to show the good parts because that's your character Right. And so everybody's more than the, no who they are on the show. No lose it off camera. Exactly. Right? Just like if you're villainized, they're not going to show this wonderful, amazing moment that you have on the show. Braiding just, everyone's hair. Exactly. Right. That's why Paradise, everybody 
uh, I think gets a little bit more airtime of who they actually are as a yeah. person because it's just the cast. There is no lead that you have to keep going back to with storylines with different other people. It's just like everybody on this beach together and they get to show your funny parts and mm-hmm. your dramatic parts and your happy parts and your, you know, sad it's parts. It's less crafted. Yeah. You know, and you're not, you're probably just like relieved to not be on the bachelorette or the bachelor anymore and you're like oh this is vacation you know i can just relax yeah i wouldn't say it's vacation <laughs> a little bit more stressful than any vacation i've been on uh it i prefer out disney well, though. it turned out no fantastically I mean, obviously i would never change a world uh change a thing um but uh so sadie so ever since the bachelor you've been doing so much on-air stuff and hosting and and keep us what are you doing now it's been so fun so I, i'm on um you know CBS LA all the time. And I I love doing my monthly segment there, giving tips and tricks on style and beauty and travel essentials. And then of course my, my favorite show is extra. I love, love doing extra, extra, extra. extra. You big Mario Lopez girl. Of course. Yeah. He's just, everybody at the show is amazing though. Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're great. Extra is awesome. I've met, uh, uh, Mario a couple times. He's awesome. Um, and like you said, the entire staff there is just an yeah, incredible staff. Yeah, the crew, production, yeah, everybody's the crew's really amazing. cool. It feels Every- like home. It feels good. Yes, Yeah. definitely does feel like home. And it's pretty cool that they film right at the Universal location. So yeah. you go there and That's the theme fun. park's right behind you. It's very, it's a very epic mm-hmm. uh, stage. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Definitely. Um, but Sadie, you were here. Did you listen to our last podcast? I did. It's been a little while. We need to talk about Tori. The yes. Da- the date non-date. The date non-date that Tori went on, maybe didn't go on because it could have, maybe it was a date, maybe it wasn't a date. You know, we just need a little bit of closure, I think, for I this agree. Tori. And you know what is fantastic about this moment right now, Sadie? Hmm. We have Tori in studio. <laughs> Tori. Looking fine as ever with her long locks. You're like Rapunzel. Oh, thank you. Tori, Ashley and I always say how you are just like one of the most beautiful people we've ever met. Like we have, we're, we both crush on you. It's pretty oh funny. You yeah. do answer mutual though. Yeah, got a, a good vibe. You oh got a God. great right vibe now. about you. Can we record this and send this to the guy that I may or may not have gone on a date with? Did 100%. he screw this up again? Did he screw it up again? Should we recap a little? Yeah. The, Tori, give a quick recap of what happened if, in case anybody, which we all know, everybody listened to the last podcast. Duh. Avi. But just a quick recap of what happened. So I went in asking if splitting a tab was me or me offering to pay with stiff arming him. Right. And it turned into a whole, Dean doesn't think this was even a date because he showed up wearing athletic wear, Nikes. And then we ended up splitting the tab. He was like, this is 100% just a friend hangout. Jared and Vanessa both think that it was a date and that he just split the tab and just wasn't thinking and didn't have the most suave move. But then you did so many loops around so Abbott Kinney's. Yeah, like I was sweating. Wanted to extend the date. Yeah, so we, I tried to non date, kind of close it after the dinner, because I was like, or the lunch, and I was like, I don't really know what's going on. So I was like, you might hop on the freeway traffic, and then he was like, no, let's keep going, let's keep going, and was throwing out things and like, oh, I'm just trying to impress you, whatever. And then, then he texted you after. Though. Then he texted me after, saying he had a great time. He's going to Idaho. He'll text when he get back. How soon after? Like that night. Okay. Yeah. Do they, do this was totally a date. I don't understand how anybody could possibly think. It's not a date. It's not a date. It's not a date. It's not a date because, one, I agree with the outfit. Like, such little effort after three years. Even being an athlete. I don't care. Just because, do you know how many good-looking, well-dressed athletes there are? I mean, that's like saying, like, 
I don't even, that is not an excuse. And also like basketball shorts, come on. Like, as a guy, I can confidently say that we as men are dumb and we do dumb stuff. And I, we might go on a date underdressing because here's the thing. As a guy, our ego gets the best of us. And sometimes we will put effort into showcasing that we're not putting effort into something. Well, then those are so, not our guys, Tori. But when I'm, are... I'm not saying this guy did it, but I am kind of saying I think this guy did it. Like maybe he was undercompensating. Yeah, right? to like show confidence. Be like, okay, whatever. Like, like yeah, care. no, this is cool. It's fun. You know, I, I wear shorts and it doesn't matter. Cause... I mean, unless you're doing like a game of pickup or like horse at the basketball. I mean, this guy could have been playing a game of pickup if you, oh. know, you guys know where I'm going with this one, huh? Hey, yo. There it is. <laughs> we need more sound effects in oh, our life, God. Easton. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's oh, okay. Never mind. That's rude. <laughs> All right. So, Tori, okay. continue. Yeah. So, yeah, he followed up being like, hey, had a great time. I'll let you know when I get back. Why so, can't he text you while he's in Idaho? Does his phone not work there? Idaho is. <laughs> <laughs> no service in Idaho. Anywhere you go. <laughs> but you know what? It is kind of hard doing the whole texting for a really long time until the next time you meet up. Yeah, but you know what I mean? send an article, a funny meme, like keep it a little bit alive. An I article? That, yeah. I love it what? when guys send me articles. Like, did you see? I'm a dork though, a full blown dork. What type of articles do you get well, sent to you? <laughs> I actually, I actually drunken texted an ex and sent him um, an article on the, the blue lobster. Did you guys see that? The blue lobster that got caught. <laughs> I don't want to get bogged down in the minutia of the blue lobster right now, but I can under I I'm getting a glimpse into your dating life, Sadie. It's pretty great. I like Dateline 60 minutes. I like I I'm a dork. Like oh, no. I read the New York Times on Sunday and that is my favorite thing to do with coffee and like I love it. And I also like being informed. What's wrong with that? So you want this guy to send Tori some sort of CNN, well, an Idaho fishing. Fox News, I don't know. MSNBC I don't article? Know. I don't know about- what Tori's into, but I know that I would love a CNN article. I would love to know about, you know, what he thinks on the Mueller report. I mean, maybe this is good. Sadie, we need you me. on the podcast just- more often. This is amazing stuff. All right. So, okay, let's get back continue. to Tori. Oh, yeah. So then he texts me, like, hey, I'm back in town. How are you? How have you been? Like, what did I miss? We were like chatting for a bit. And how long was he gone for? A huge sale. Probably like five days. (laughs) Okay. So uh, I got really sick this last weekend. So, but then I had to like, I had a lot of prior, prior plans that I had to get done. Um, And so I was like, oh, like, yeah, I'm sick. He's like, oh my gosh. Like, do you want me to bring you tea? (laughs) See, I love, okay. Thumbs up. Still, is it a date or not? We still don't know. This isn't a date. This is just a nice gesture. Nice nice gesture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did and he bring you soup? No, so I I had to get a new. I was driving to Southern California for uh, like a birthday party I was going to. So I I was just like, oh, that's so sweet of you. No, and he was like, okay, here's everything you need to take. Like, here's what you should be getting. Like, go to CVS, grab all these things, and like this thing hydrates you like double as fast. Like, go get this packet, and like I hope you feel better. And you? then we like chatted for a bit, and then. So do you think that that changes? if it was a date or not, to see how much he actually cares about Tori. Now, he could just care about you as a friend. 100%. But I also think that he's really trying to impress you. I feel like this. I feel like he himself was not sure 
if it was going to be a date or not. And I think he was maybe wanting to feel it out first, which is maybe the reason why he was wearing basketball shorts. Isn't that a date, though? Isn't that the definition of a date when you feel it out? Like, that's the whole point of a first date. You're feeling things I guess out. They've, they've had such a weird history with mm. the drunken FaceTimes and also meeting at Stagecoach. I mean, you right. meet, that's like meeting someone in Vegas. It's 100%. like, what is that even going to be? But, you but, know? but for me, that makes it even more of a date because of the history, right? Where you're finally making plans to hang out one-on-one. I mean, then... I just don't see how it's if, just a friend like, hangout. It's so like anticlimactic though, because it's like after three years, then we stroll on Abbott Kinney with my <laughs> basketball shorts, and then I make you pay for my latte. A date doesn't have to be climactic. Um, this is not I don't know. Avengers Endgame, <laughs> okay? I think we want our dates to be pretty climactic. <laughs> um, so you were sick. He was cute. Offered you soup yeah. and told you to go get some, you know, <laughs> night. Told you to go to CVS. Like, okay, he's, <laughs> it's like your first time being sick, but sure. Um, and now what? So now, I mean, I haven't, I haven't really talked to him about like two days. Okay. So I don't know. He's in. He's up Does north he right now. To this podcast. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But uh, God, I hope so. I was I saying, <laughs> and here's the thing. It's not even like he wasn't a bad date. He was anything. It just completely threw me for a loop yeah. on being like, okay, from now on, when people ask you to hang out for me, I use dating very loosely. I'm like, oh, we're just getting to know each other. Like right. I, you could be dating 10 people because it just means, oh, you're just going on dates with them and getting to know them. Agreed. I agree. So I feel like when somebody says, hey, would love to spend time with you and get to know you. It's a date. I agree. So for me, it threw me for a loop when I offered to pay. I honestly like if that, my card went that. through and I was shocked because I was like, so not ready to pay. Ugh. Like, you know, because it was like we were having a great time. It was great. And but then I, maybe he maybe he wasn't raised right, because I think that the guy would have well, said absolutely not. Put your I don't want to throw this guy's parents under the bus over here. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I'm not going to ever let my son walk out on going on a date in basketball shorts. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I just don't. I think it was just two friends hanging out after a while and maybe there would be something there. And I don't feel like that that's a date. I feel I really don't. Hold on. Why don't. But I think. What we're getting down to is the definition of, of a, date. a date. Because what you exactly said before you said, I don't think it was a date. Like getting to know you. Kind I of, agree with you. Right. That's a date to me. But to me, when he allowed her to pay, that is when it became more of a friend. Because especially the first time. Especially the first. Or, like your first date, you want to give the best impression ever. You want her to walk away feeling, wow, mm-hmm. I can't wait to do that again. That was so much fun. The last thing a guy who's really interested in a girl wants the girl to think is, gosh, what was that? Do I need to text him? I'm confused. That was weird. Huh? And like that's guys, when they want something, they want something, they make it so clear. Mm, I don't think I think. I think you're thinking of a guy that you want to think of, <laughs> not how guys actually operate. Jared, maybe I'm manifesting right here in the studio. Maybe I'll just walk through the door. I think that you have to realize that in this day and age, oh. guys don't go after what they want anymore. I don't like I, I that. Think a mass, I think a mass majority of them don't. I think guys are far more uh, vulnerable than they have been in any type of... Uh, any point in society before and I think guys are afraid to show their vulnerability and one way that guys 
shy away from showing vulnerability is going after what they want. Mm-hmm. Because if they go after what they want and fail, then they failed. But if they go to something, not something that they don't want, but show that, hey, no, I'm I'm totally cool. I'm, I'm aloof to this whole thing too. Don't even worry about it. Then there's really no letdown because in his head, he never really went for it. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Even though in his head, I still think that he thought it was a date. Well, I don't know. Well, I could be wrong. I overanalyze a lot of things. I do too. I, I completely understand. And I also, I just, I feel though, like if he wanted it to be a date, you would have known. And the fact that you're, we're talking about it on a podcast. But then he texted you afterwards. And then, and then Here, he texted you when he got back from Idaho. Do you know? Like he's showing interest. Yeah. But here's my, my question. Let's let's talk end game. Let's like bring this all the way down to let's, let's Tony Stark this thing. <laughs> let's bring this down the field, okay? How long is he in town? Is he move has he moved here permanently or is he leaving? He's leaving end of July. Okay. So this is a temporary thing and he wants something casual. Okay, that that does change the game a little bit. And he's he's sussing it out, he's feeling it out, he's trying to see, okay, will she sleep with me? Will she not? Do I need to buy her a latte? I don't know. So he's feeling you out. He's keeping it casual. Where's he going at the end of July? You don't have to say, but Football. like far away? I don't, uh, back to Cleveland. Oh, okay. That's right. Oh my God. That's right. He's yeah. a professional athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's not paying for you. I would be wanting bachelor dates from this guy. Well, he was <laughs> while he's in town. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I guess the main thing I would want to know is like, should I stop offering to pay? Uh Uh-huh. Is that a bad, because I offered to pay on a date that I had that following Friday and he was like, absolutely not. I asked you to be here, but I still offered because I still want to be kind. But like, what's the etiquette on that? Because I want to be kind as a girl and not expecting that. But at the same time, I don't want to be friend zoning or stiff arming. I'm a firm believer letting the guy pick up the tab for dinner. Thank you so much. But doing the doing the gesture where we we really reach for a long time for our purse and we just can't find our wallet for a minute. And then he pays. And then you do, hey, want to grab a drink somewhere? I'd love to buy you a drink after. Like, that's my move. Well, you know, the great thing about etiquette, at least today, is that we have a professional at etiquette coming onto the podcast later on. Her name is Micah Meyer. She's the founder and director of an etiquette online class And she's coming right up. But first, we're going to take a little break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag. A watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. But not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have a very special guest on the phone line calling in right now, the founder and director of, how do we say? Beaumont. Beaumont Etiquette. I'm terrible at pronouncing (laughs) any word, really. Um, We have Micah Meyer on the line. Micah, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing. This is so amazing. Oh, well, thank you. You know, we're just trying to help the masses and not sucking at dating too much anymore. Now, Micah, you are working with Venmo right now on an electronic app etiquette. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, I mean, really, when you think about it, think about every kind of communication we really now have um, is on our phones for the most part. So there's never been rules, you know, before about, you know, what to do, what not to do. And all of these conversations started coming up about like what, what, you know, with Venmo, right? Everybody, everybody uses Venmo. So it's one of those things where what is the actual, like, what should we do? What are the, you know, how long do I have to pay someone back? What if someone doesn't pay me back? All these different questions are coming up. And so Venmo kind of asked its user community what they thought of kind of the hottest topics, dating being one of them. And um, we kind of created a roadmap, if you will, of kind of the, the do's and don'ts of, uh, of Venmo etiquette. I'm curious. So if, if, say, guy and a girl go on a date, guy pays for the date, does the girl feel any pressure to send a Venmo or, or excuse me, should the guy have, feel any pressure to send a Venmo request? Is that a thing? Like, well, it, it is such a big thing. Is it, that like an unspoken top- thing? Should it be spoken oh at the date? Well, yeah. So this is one of the hottest topics right now. And it is really what, what I always advise. Um, and the Venmo community kind of said this, and I completely agree, that there shouldn't be any surprises with dating. So, for instance, if you are going to a concert or you're going to dinner, whatever it is, and you intend to ask somebody to chip in for that meal, then it's, it's 
telling them ahead of time, hey, the concert tickets are $25. Do you want to go on Saturday night? Not just after the concert sending a Venmo request. Um, so it's the elimination of surprises that I think is the big thing there. A surprise Venmo request is never right. wanted. No, it's never wanted. Nor is a... F- have you ever been friend requested on Venmo by oh, yeah. somebody you just have no idea who the hell they are? Totally. I get that all the time. And I'm curious why people are trying to friend request me on Venmo. Right, like you're going to exchange okay. currency? Well, no. Yeah, is you know it a social media oh, now? Hold Am I on, missing let me something? Tell you this. this is going to blow your mind. So people are actually using Venmo as a social app. So they want to know. So maybe they've heard the podcast. They, you know, whatever it is. Maybe it's a friend of a friend. So people... Look, people are checking the, the app about two to three times a week, not even to pay or like send or receive money, to see what people are doing in their social feed. Oh, with their like emojis. Yeah. Right? It's like, so oh, plastic glass you a wine. funny, you know, request or payment and put some like fun emojis. Somebody can see that and be like, oh, who's this fun guy? And then request you. So people are using it as a social app as well. Just another way to make someone jealous. Obviously. That's the only <laughs> point of Venmo. I'm curious, Micah. <laughs> now, what are your thoughts about who should pay on a first date or if a guy and a girl should split or even a, a guy and a guy, a girl and a girl? What is the etiquette of a first date and who pays even outside of yeah. Venmo today? Sure, sure. Um, so this is, we teach a dating etiquette, um, of course, at the Plaza Hotel. You must come if you're in the neighborhood ever, please. It's so fun. Um, but we, with this, this question is probably the number one question we get. And I advise, I teach very gender neutrally, generally um, speaking, and I truly believe it has less to do with um anything else except for who invited the other person out and whoever the whoever the person was that invited the other person out chose the restaurant you know chose it's their budget they should pay i truly believe that and that works with all same you know same gender um dating it doesn't even matter whoever is the inviter is the person i believe that should pay so even if a girl asks a guy out like, let's grab a drink sometime. Yeah. This place is in my neighborhood. Like, let's go to, you know, let's go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. <laughs> like- let's go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. So, for example, Micah, say, hypothetically, Sadie asked me out on a date. Now, I'm right. an engaged man, so that couldn't happen. But, hypothetically, Sadie asked me out. We go out to where you want to go, Sadie. I, I would like to go to the Polo Lounge. I mean, let's, lounge. We're, we're on a roll. Let's, let's go. do it. So we're going to go to the Polo Lounge. Shady <laughs> right. chooses. We go on a first date. We are both mutually interested in each other, though. We've both been flirting, showing signs. We go to the Polo Lounge. The check comes. You're saying Sadie should pay the bill? I say that Sadie should be prepared to pay the bill. If wow. She chose. Interesting. Now, if, oh, if, I don't know about that. If he decides, you know, the, the guy in the relationship, in this case, hypothetically, you say, you know what? Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. I would love to treat you this time. Then Sadie, who is prepared to pay, um, would just say, thank you. That's so kind. Thank and you. Then, that's so kind. Yes. Thank so you. That's kind. So kind. Thank Otherwise, you, so I would kind. just Venmo request you yes <laughs> right so i think the person who invites chooses it's their budget they should go in expecting to pay now if the oh. other person says no really like this is i would really love to treat you thank you so much that's so kind like whatever it is that's all of my things so kind but 
if that's the case, then Sadie says thank you. But she should go into it. She shouldn't be picking the most expensive place and then expecting someone else to pay for it. Wow. Mm. Just keep that in mind, Sadie. Next time you ask me to the polo lounge. (laughs) For the record, I I do like to pick up the tab. I like to do the sly move where like I'm I'm gonna go use the restroom. Yes. And then I end up like it's taken care of. But I'm more of an every once in a while girl because I've been the person in the relationship who pays for a lot of things and it's not a good feeling though. So No. I think once you're in a relationship, you should be aware that you need to pay evenly yeah, for things. Fully. That, right. I, but I think in dating, I don't know, maybe I'm just more traditional. Like, I don't... I think we all are. I don't... I Yeah, I think there's... I think you're right. I think there's... It depends on your dating style. Um, and if you match up with somebody who's not the same dating style as you, it's not going to work. So you, you also need to find somebody who's more traditional in that way then. Yeah. Um, but with modern dating, that's kind of the, the thing. And I also say, if somebody, say, you know, two people go on a date and somebody goes and picks up the bill I, I or like kind of takes the bill across the table I still you know if it's an obvious gesture that's right. one thing but if it kind of like sits there you shouldn't expect that other person's going to pay I would always take out my wallet and then let them say oh no like you know you know my treat or it happened to me once where that didn't happen and I had not two pennies to my name and the man wasn't picking up the bill so then I took out my credit card and took the bill and he goes oh that's so nice of you thank you so much <laughs> oh my god and oh, I wasn't even sure if my credit card was going to go through oh, I was 21 years awful. old in Manhattan I had no idea who was even paying this credit card um, <laughs> and it by miracle went through but you know so you have to be prepared but I, I'm it, sure that was like the longest three minutes of your <laughs> life <laughs> oh from when the server I, I took honestly, the credit card yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. What a great story, yeah. though. And I never saw him again. I, of course not. <laughs> hey, you know, the guy wanted no. a free dinner. What can oh. you say? Remember that one guy that did that on all the dating apps? Like, he would just go and then, like, leave the bill. Like he was, Really? Like, the, I didn't the, hear this. The date dasher, dining dasher yes, guy. I remember date that. Dasher. In California. Yeah, it happened in yeah. here in L.A., yeah. Now, the other thing we hear a lot of um, just the past couple of weeks with this discussion is people who go on a date and the person offers, can I, you know, chip in for these drinks? And then the other person says no. And after the date, you know, the, the person who paid follows up and says, would love to take you out again. The person, the other person says, you know, I just didn't feel any chemistry, but thank you for, you know, last night. It was really, you know, nice of you. And then they get the Venmo request. <gasps> yes, we've heard this a few times, too. So, but you can deny a Venmo request, right? Yes, you don't have to pay a Venmo request. You you definitely that's, don't have to, especially if so you've already gauche. if you've already yeah. offered to pay and then and then you didn't. You know, it's that's a, that's that's a, that's a wild one. Yeah, and there's that's the, crazy. The, um, it was really funny that there's a survey that Venmo did with like on these exact topics and. It was the overall kind of like the biggest percentage was it was a sixty six percent of Venmo users surveyed did not think it was appropriate to take someone on a date and then Venmo request them for half the bill afterwards, regardless of the situation. So I feel like most Venmo users are with us on that one. Totally. If you pick up the check, do not send a Venmo request <laughs> the next day for half the bill. Because honestly, if I was the person receiving that Venmo request, 
I would decline it. And that's the virtual way of telling someone to go straight to hell. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Get out of my face. And you're going to get a little bit, even take a screenshot and post it and be like, wow, what a dick. I know. Well, that's putting someone on blast. I've seen a lot of that, actually. People like having discussion points on like BoardPanda or Reddit about kind of those exact screen grabs. Like, did this really happen? Like, what would you all do? And everyone kind of like chiming in. Now, I am old fashioned where I do think that guys should pick up the bill. I know it's 2019, but what can I say? It's the type of person I am. But I will say from a guy going with my experience going on dates, I always appreciated the girl going for the reach. You know, the reach of, hey, no, I'll split this. Mm -hmm. And it gives me even a little bit more pride Mm -hmm. as a man to say, no, no, no. Yeah. I got it. You know what's hard, though, Mm -hmm. is when you're sitting in high bar stools and your purse is kind of on the ground and it's a really long (laughs) reach. But that's that's the effort you put in. And as a guy, we appreciate that. (laughs) It was a reach. Yeah, no, I I agree. My dad always taught me that from a really young age. He was like, you always offer. You yes. always offer because it comes off as expectant. It's like it's like the girl that goes on a date and orders the lobster. It's the same kind of like, did she really? It's like expectant. It's opportunistic. It's, <laughs> you know, it's like those are two things that I think are really key for dating. Um, so I also wanted to ask about friend zoning someone. Uh, do you think if you add... Is it friend zoning someone when you offer to pay? I don't think so because I think that person is just trying to show that you know they can take their own, you know, they can pay for their own drink. I think if I'm on a date tonight, then I and I would offer. I would always reach an offer and um and I don't think that means I'm not interested. It just shows that I'm not expectant. I think that's that's it. And I always teach, you know, with etiquette, it's just about respect. That's all it really is, is showing respect to the other person. I agree, so. but I feel like some guys take that as they're put in the friend zone if a yeah, girl does pay for herself instead of letting him pay for her. It could, and if they do, then, then you know, if that is, and, you know, she feels that vibe right away, then she should like, make that clear and say, thank you so much. I love this. I would love to see you again. Like, then maybe she takes the initiative to say something if she feels instantly that that's his reaction then then she you know there are things that she can do or say that will you know kind of change the way that maybe she came off it's hard to be a strong independent woman that also wants to be taken care of too do you know what i mean like in oh yeah traditional, like it's almost like what are we supposed to do because i mean i was brought up thinking that I mean, the guy really pays for mostly everything, like, Mm -hmm. especially when you're first dating. Like, if he's, like, asking me out, he's going to pay. But, like, at what point, then, do I look like I'm rude because I'm not at all paying for anything? Right. I mean, I think, you know, what I I did with my now husband, I... The first, maybe like three or four dates, he paid for everything. And then I then sent him a message like, hey, would love to take you here, my treat. And it was like a very established, you know, this is my thing. And then we went to this like outdoor concert. It was like a the symphony under the stars thing in, in Central Park. And so I bought like, cause I knew he wouldn't, I knew he wouldn't let me pay for a restaurant or anything like that. So I bought, you know, the wine and the cheese and like made yeah. like, it was like more something like I genuinely wanted to treat him. Um, but otherwise, you know, so I think you just have to choose something in your budget and try your best 
to show gratitude. And if they don't want you to pay, then just show gratitude. I think just like, thank you. It's really, um, you know, thank you so much. That's so, that's so sweet. I think this is an interesting stat that I saw. It says more than half of Venmo users between the ages of 18 and 24 prefer to request separate checks so as to avoid paying for other people's extras. I think that shows kind of the society we're living in today. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like, yeah, people want to pay for themselves now. You think it's, it's depressing? Kind of I, I do. I think that's so depressing. And I think that's why, as a woman who is single, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. Oh, we've never lived in a more confusing time, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I think I, I see that a lot. I, you know, even out in New York, it's like in LA, it's the same thing. You're, it's a very, everyone's beating out, everyone's dining out. And we see that a lot. And it's the only thing I would say is that with Venmo, uh, and you know, it's kind of taken out the awkwardness a little bit in other mm-hmm. ways of talking about money instead of, you know, everybody's had the situation where, you did just go out as friends or you did just go, you know, and then someone owed you and it was like an awkward thing to, to follow up. And now it's just, you get a little app reminder. Um, but, you know, with dating, I think I would say I would advise always just to go into it, you know, thinking that you might be paying. Um, and if, you know, at the end of the night, somebody does pay or offer, let you, let you pay when you didn't expect to, that, then, you know, that person's not for you. Interesting. Uh, Micah, I just had a couple dating etiquette questions uh, that I was curious about. What time should you arrive for a date, a first date? Should you arrive on time, five minutes early, 10 minutes early? Should you arrive five minutes late to try to, you know, not make it seem like you're chill? So the person who invites, that person gets there right on time. Because you want to be, if you, so if I plan the restaurant, then I get there on time or even a couple minutes early. So you get there before the date. If you're the person that was invited, then I would show up about five minutes after the, the arrival time. To make sure you are mm-hmm. I like to do that. I like to make an entrance. Yes. Yeah. Have your moment. If I'm invited out, yeah, you always want to walk in about five minutes late. Now, because five minutes late is perfect. Mm-hmm. If you walk it's in perfect. 15, 20 minutes late, rude. you're rude. 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 Exactly. Rude. Exactly. Five minutes is like a tiny little bit after mm-hmm. them. So you don't have that awkward moment where you both get out of your Ubers at the same time. It's right. like, <laughs> if you make your entrance and but five minutes, and I think much more than that is, is a, could be even considered a bit rude. And if you're, say you are running 15 minutes or stuck in LA traffic, whatever it is, I, my kind of rule is for every minute you think you're going to be late, you give two minutes notice. So just a text. If you think you're going to be 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late, then you know, try to give that person as much notice as possible. Interesting. That seems fair. Yeah, I like that. I also really like it when the guy is there like 10 minutes early and says, I always snagged a spot like in the corner. Like yeah. that, that even makes me more excited for it because I'm like, oh, wow, he's he's into it. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, I, agree. I agree. I think I, agree. I, I uh, my old boss once told me five minutes early is on time. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. it, as a guy, if you're asking a girl on a date or if you're asking another guy on a date, you should be there five minutes early because yeah. like you said, it shows that you care and it starts the date off on a positive note. Totally. Where exactly. If, as the guy, like hypothetically, Sadie, if I ask you out right. and you get there first and you're on time and I'm five minutes late, it already starts the date off on a negative way where you Agreed. feel like I'm not into it. Right. I'm showing up late. Exactly. Yeah. It, and, it, and then nothing can actually happen. I actually talked yeah. about this with a guy I was on a first date with because there was a girl sitting at the bar 
waiting oh, for somebody. Oh. And I, I said, I will never be that girl. If I realize that you're not there or you let me know that you're running late, I am doing laps in my Uber. Yeah. I am not going to be sitting there waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. And also, one thing, if, say, your date is late, but they've let you know, listen, I'm stuck in traffic, whatever it is, they're coming, they've let you know, which is the polite thing to do, sometimes you can't help it, then it's your job, if you're the one waiting, say, on the girl or guy that's on their way that's late, when they arrive, then just if you do really like them, don't make them feel bad about it. I think it's good etiquette in that moment. Um, it's bad etiquette to point out bad etiquette. Of course. I would buy so, them a drink. You yeah, have a drink so waiting for exactly. them. Exactly. So exactly. You say, can I order you a drink? So you have one, a fresh cocktail waiting when you get here. And then when they arrive, say, honestly, no worries. Please relax. Here's your martini. You look fantastic. Um Please just relax, enjoy. You know, so you take off that awkwardness yeah. of them. So, Michael, what time should you arrive for a party? Say, so, like, somebody says, yeah. hey, I'm having a party. Come over yeah. anytime after 8. What time would you right. go? I would arrive 8.20. Oh, if I'm having so a party. vibing. I'm vibing with this. Yeah. Yeah. I think in, this is a time where even you think five minutes early, this is a time where five minutes early is the worst thing you can do. Because if you go to someone's home, if anybody's ever hosted a party before, mm-hmm. you know, the last five minutes, or the, you know, you're doing the last details, you're taking something out of the oven, you're whatever, curling your hair, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's the time that the, it's the worst. It's like, ding dong. You're like, really? So... The so I would say just give that person who's hosting a little extra time buffer time and then show up and always I say never show up empty handed right. always show up with something in hand. What about does uh, a two liter bottle of Coca Cola count? Because George Costanza <laughs> thought that that was good etiquette. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess it depends on the crowd you're going to. If you're going to uh, um, a crowd that that's what they drink, yeah, then it might birthday work. Party. But, right. I think, You'll be the most you know, popular one there if you bring a two-liter cola. You would. See, it's all relative. But, no, I, I think um, you know, I always ask, what can I bring before yes. I show up? I'm like, hey, thank you so much. would love to come. What can I bring? And, do people um, not do this? Like, I'm confused. I feel oh, like yeah. This is, this is, I mean, I always bring something. I mean, I feel like it's so rude. Like, you always show up. If you're going to someone's home, even if it isn't a party, I feel like it's nice to bring something or offer. At least offer, right? A cheese platter, anything, you know? It could could really be anything. It's just a show. It's just a show thinks, really, that, you know, for hosting. Right. Yeah, but people are ignorant. A lot of people just don't know. You know, they show up and they, they think it's okay. I mean, yeah. it is okay. I'm not saying it's like terribly wrong, but it's also somewhat rude. Right. Um, but on the flip side, if you're hosting a party, I always say not to allow people to bring things unless it's like a right. like it's a Super Bowl party. Everyone's bringing something. It's like a potluck. If someone comes and I'm having a dinner party or cocktail party, and someone texts me, "Hi, Michael, what can I bring?" I always just say, "You know, just, just an appetite. See you soon. Thank you so much for asking." I always say, like, "Just yourself. Just bring yourself." Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right because you you don't want to. I mean, there's nothing worse. And I have been assigned many times when somebody's hosting something and they say, "Okay, Micah, great. Yes." I would love if you could please bring the, you know, the this or the that. And you're not expecting it. So right. it's just like, oh, um, yeah. So that's, that's my other thing Yeah, there. all of a sudden you're like responsible for the seventh. <laughs> and, and before you go, Mike, I just have one more question. Whenever I Please. think of etiquette, I think of dinner etiquette. And I always go back to that scene from Pretty Woman, which I'm sure everybody has seen by now, where she flicks the meatball yeah. and she doesn't yeah. know which fork is the salad fork. Yeah. 
And so is is dinner etiquette still a thing? Because like elbows yeah. on the table, sitting up uh, upright. Um, you you just literally it is our p- most popular class. We we actually travel the entire we travel the nation teaching huge classes of sometimes up to a thousand people at a time dining etiquette. It's our it's kind of our bread and butter. People um because once you learn some of the most simple simple techniques, you don't need to take the class again. It's that's all you need to know. I actually just posted an inst- my Instagram post yesterday was a video on the basics of dining etiquette because I got so many questions about I'm always feeling somebody's bread plate or wine glass. How do I know what side it's on? And so I give like a little tip or trick um, because it, there's so many questions and you can't enjoy your meal on a date if you're so concerned about which fork and knife to pick up. It's all about having confidence so you could go anywhere and just look down and know exactly what's in front of you. And that's kind of the key, I think. Well, love that. Love that. Yeah, it's good to know. I always, I, I try to uh, always not keep my elbows on the table, but it's very hard because that's kind of the way I sit. It's comfy. I, yeah, I cross my fingers yeah. and then it is very comfy. And the soup thing gets me too. You have to, from you go from the, you go toward the table, not toward yourself when you're. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I know. I love this stuff. This I is did like, not know that. I was raised yeah. a certain way to like know exactly what to do. And then also you always write a thank you note, even for the yeah. smallest gesture. I love etiquette because yeah. etiquette never goes out of style. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly right. And we're kind of making it, hopefully it's, you know, we teach formally, but in a, like a fun way. So it's relatable and people, I'm a millennial people, you know, like if you make it too sterile and, you know, it's supposed to be fun and, and it's really just about, like I said, respect. So if you just kind of strip away all the formality about it, then, then it's kind of like, whoa, I use this every day. And, and hopefully other people will, will catch on to that soon too. I, I think they will. Well, Micah Meyer, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And where can everybody find you now? Oh, thank you. Um, so on social media, it's at M-Y-K-A-M-E-I-E-R, at Micah Meyer, or my website, which is BeaumontEtiquette.com. And we teach courses at the Plaza Hotel here in New York and nationally. Fun. Yes. And you have your partnership with Venmo, which is very exciting. We're very excited for you. And Micah, once again, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you all. Have a great day. You You too. too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Very informative. I just started following her. That's good. I mean, that's what we want. And everybody listening, go follow Micah as well. I'm sure she's a great follower. She seems like a swell gal. She seems swell. Very swell. It's the best way. (laughs) Etiquette is something that, like you said, will never go out of style because mm-hmm. it's always the small details that I remember. Yes. For example, when you said a thank you note, if I received a thank you note from somebody that I invited to a get together, that would mean so much to me. And it probably took you 10 seconds. Right. It, and it, it's more of, I mean, I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm being pretty selfish, but it's like a reflection of who you are. And it's like, it's your reputation. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, I sent you guys a, a nice little bottle of something when like I, I was supposed to come in studio, mm-hmm. do a nice little chit chat, pinched a nerve thanks to hot yoga. You know, couldn't I, make it. <laughs> if I had a nickel, I'm telling you. I know it, man. I know it. But had to do a call in, had to do a phoner. Thoner. And like, I, I felt bad. So we send, we send champs. Yeah. And that was very nice of you. Right, I but remember that's like, that. That's a nice thing to do. And it's so easy, especially with like all the apps, like Drizzly and all that stuff. I mean, it's like. It's all there at our no fingertips. You excuse to be a horrible human being. It's almost <laughs> too easy now. Right. Though. 
and it just makes us lazy. Oh. And so now we've, we've gone so far into the laziness that we don't even do it anymore because it's just too easy. Does that make sense? I, it does make sense. I understand. I don't know. No, it makes like, sense in my head. I feel like as that's saying a- it, I realize it doesn't make as much sense. I, I understand. I'm picking up what you're putting down and I understand it also because that's how it is for like the dating apps. Like I feel like with like Bumble, Tinder, Raya, whatever, like it's so easy for you to like match with somebody and it's like you get that little validation and then like the conversation doesn't happen or you become pen pals for three weeks straight. Well, it's all about instant gratification. Right. And with with dating apps, you get that immediately as soon as you match with somebody. So why do you need the validation of meeting up with them when you've already got the validation that they like you? Right. And it's our pure laziness that just keeps us. And ego. Yes. I know. I mean, I, I have done. I've been like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> Let's see if we match. And then I'm like, oh, bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I used to do it, too, when I was on dating apps. I got called out one time by a girl. Really? Oh, I remember I went on a couple a couple dates with a girl and they were they were good. Uh, and she was very lovely. Just not my person. Not Ashley. I not Ashley. I and um, I think I was also going through like personal things at the time as well. But. I remember she wanted to meet up again and I kind of kept putting it off because I knew it wasn't really mm-hmm. going anywhere. And then she texted me like randomly months afterwards saying how I never gave her a chance and I'm going to end up alone if I don't oh, like. She must have been drinking. Yeah, it was probably one of those nights where she was like, screw this guy, one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> send sending this text. Um it was quite endearing though, because she was, it, it, I, I, she was right in a lot yeah. of ways. It was like, no, you're you're right. Like until I open up my myself more and give people more of a shot, then I'm gonna die alone. I fully I, understand where you're coming from. I was just talking to my friend about how I I really teeter right now in my life on like, yes, I'm independent, choosing to be single right now until I find my exact person. To like, I am going to die alone. Like, thank God I have my dogs. You know, like you're convinced you're gonna die right? alone. Like now. you have those moments where you're just like. You're so up and down, but I love that she called you out. That's great. Yeah, I was. It was weird because I didn't know her that well, but I was. <laughs> I was kind of while sad that being like you know, telling her telling me that I I'm like a shell of a man. <laughs> Brutal. But at the same time, it was almost uplifting. Yeah, I was proud of her and like, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I need to step up to the plate. I'm not doing as best a job as I can do within this dating world. Did you reply? Uh, I think I did something along the lines of, you know, saying, Hey, listen, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're right in some sense In other senses. I don't think you're right. And <laughs> I'm you know. probably not going to die alone. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like an adult conversation. It was nice. That's good. Like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Hopefully I won't die alone. We'll find out, I guess soon enough. Um, it well, is I say to you, you're not going to die alone. I promise. I, I think I'll be okay. But I think you you're going to be just fine. Thank you're a beautiful you. young lady. Aww, you got a lot going for you. <laughs> you're going to be just fine. <laughs> Um, we also got some very compelling emails coming up from our listeners, which as you guys know, is my favorite part of the podcast. But before we do that, let's take a little break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem sneakers and streetwear. So fresh. Well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. 
That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio is celebrating the biggest weekend in music at our iHeartRadio Music Fest. Now, two nights, one stage with performances you've never seen before and won't ever see again. Now, this includes starring acts like Alicia Keys, Cage the Elephant, Camila Cabello, Chance the Rapper, Def Leppard. We have... Mumford and Sons, Marshmallow, Miley Cyrus, Tim McGraw, literally the artist list goes on and on and on. Now this is happening on September 20th and 21st at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It is two nights, one stage. Tickets start at just $75 and they're selling fast. People get yours now at AXS.com. That's A X. S.com and get all the info at iHeartRadio.com. You're not going to want to miss the two-night iHeartRadio Music Festival. Mark, we have some emails. Yeah, two juicy ones here. Ooh, this is from an anonymous ones. emailer, and those are always the juiciest. Those are the, Definitely. <laughs> I started dating a guy who said, I love you, just after a few months. But then he ended things because he wasn't sure if he was ready for a serious relationship. A few months later, he started to pursue me again. Soon, I love you is being said again. And then he took it back during a fight and said, I don't think this is love. The next day he apologized for being so harsh and just wanted to forget the night and act like it never happened. It's now been three years and he has never said I love you again or anything close to it. I literally don't know where his emotions are or if we're moving forward. I have brought this conversation up three times within the past few months and he will either react by not speaking or he will say, I can't put it into words right now, but when I can, I'll bring it up. He knows how I feel, and this is making me so insecure. Is this a deal breaker? Do actions speak louder than words, even if you're asking for words? Yeah, this guy sounds like a child. (laughs) He won't speak to her. Sounds like he needs some therapy, and he uses love and his emotions as collateral in the relationship to hold 
Yeah, it sounds like almost like a power. He, yeah, he's he uses it as leverage over her mm-hmm. head. Like, well, you know, I'm not going to say it now, so you just got to keep waiting. Yeah, that's not even going to be a good dad. Like, that's you have to think about your future. This girl needs to get. Well, it's definitely not a good husband if he's using love as Mm. any type of leverage or just even saying the word. It's so interesting, though, because he obviously jumped in pretty quickly by Mm -hmm. saying, I love you just after a few months. But then the relationship ended because he wasn't ready for anything serious. He obviously missed her, wanted her back. Said I love you, but then got into a fight. I'm curious what the fight was about and why it got so nasty where he said, I don't think this is love. And then they date for three more years and he doesn't say it again. What? But there's yeah, got to be something weird. about this guy that she is really into for th- to spend three years with him. Yeah. Well, things, if it's working in certain areas, people stick be. around, whether yeah. it's money or sex. You never know. People stay in things because it's working for them on some level. Yeah, it's comfortable. Right. And Mm. I think she's trying to be like with the love languages. She's trying to be like, oh, he does act like he loves me, but he won't say it. But she sounds like she needs words of affirmation, clearly. Uh, How could you not after three years of not hearing it? She needs to get out. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, if you keep and she's doing everything she can, she keeps going up to him and asking him to talk about things and either he doesn't speak, which is absurd and childish, or he says, I can't put into words right now, but when I can, I'll bring it up. It's a form of abuse. Honestly, that is like the silent treatment, all of that, things like that can that can just mess with you. Yeah, he he's, just, he's gaslighting her fully. Yeah. What does gaslight mean? Gaslighting is when you're like mentally manipulating somebody into thinking that something is happening when it really isn't. Or I think it was based off of a play. Oh, okay. So it's like an illusion. Where like like a guy was like turning the lights on and off and the the woman was like, what's going on with the lights? And he was like, nothing. Nothing's going on when clearly oh. things were happening. It's convincing it's, you're part of their crazy for believing the truth, really. Right. Yeah. It's, it's in order to have okay. the, the control and the power of the relationship. I mean, he's obviously doing that right now by saying right. that when I'm able to talk about it, I'll bring it up as if uh, she has no Let me devil's advocate that part a little bit. Is it him? Like, you know when a guy wants to propose and he wants it to be a big surprise and she keeps bringing up the proposal? He's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. I want it to be a surprise because every time she brings it up, he's got to wait like another three weeks so it's not on top of mind anymore. Is that what he's doing? Maybe like she keeps bringing it up. He's like, stop bringing it up. I'm going to say I love you. I'm going to make a big production out of it. Yeah, we don't know how annoying this, We don't know how annoying this girl is. Yeah, she, she could, could be she super could be annoying. Super <laughs> annoying. Like she could just be like at dinner, like, why wouldn't you say you love me? Like, <laughs> and this guy's like, please just let me breathe for right. three seconds without like, you bringing this topic up. Right. Like I'm using the bathroom. Okay. Like you, we don't really know what's going on. The only reason I don't think it's that it's because the last time any of this was brought up was in an argument three years ago when he mm-hmm. says I don't think this is love and he apologized but has yet to say it since in three years and if he's saving it for the engagement I got news for you bro mm-hmm. just say it as soon as you possibly can because uh, it's I don't think it would be a romantic gesture anymore for him to say it at the engagement it's, it's not oh great she needs to figure you know? out is no. she happy without those words is this- really real these are real emails real. We get them. well that's why they do anonymous i feel like people yeah. feel ashamed which oh. they shouldn't everybody's going through issues in their own yeah. relationship you know everybody's got their own thing but i feel like she can do better and she needs more and she deserves someone who will say that he loves her i think she just needs more transparency and if he's unwilling to give that then she needs to think about moving on because this is not the way you should live your yeah, life yeah and he's so like willy-nilly with the 
I love you's in the beginning and then taking them away and all that. I mean, it's not like a sweater. Yeah. The only, (laughs) (laughs) I like the sweater. I wore it a lot and then it just went out of fashion. So I stopped wearing it. I want it back. I want it back. It's, it's getting cold outside. Um, Yeah, I just think, uh, I forget, well, I lost my train of thought after the sweater Sorry. thing. Let's go oh, to it's Kimberly. My fault. It's my fault. No, 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 it's great. I love the sweater <laughs> comparison. Don't you ever apologize for that. Uh, Kimberly has an issue that I think is relatable to a lot of people. She says, I met a guy named Adam. He's 39, right after I joined Hinge. So I was a little unsure of myself and my feelings since it happened right after my breakup. Fast forward three months, we've become best friends. We text and or talk for hours every day. We're actually now in the friends with benefits category, too. We both say that we have feelings for each other, but he's struggling to get me out of the friend zone. He says that I check nine out of the 10 boxes (laughs) on his list, but the thing that's missing is the spark. He says he feels like he's kissing his best friend, Jared. Okay, what? Well, she personalizes this. She said, Jared, how did you get Ashley out of the friend zone? Well, Ashley did that herself. I don't want to take (laughs) any credit for that. How did she do it? Because Kimberly wants to do that. Uh... I think I certainly never said to Ashley, she checks off nine of my 10 boxes. <laughs> That's so bad. That's so bad. Uh, any guy listening to this, do not ever say that to anybody. <laughs> so rude. Um, well, I think, I, I mean, listen, uh, I'm not proud to say this, but with my situation with Ashley, I got a glimpse of my life without her and realized that I was being an idiot and that I was uh, afraid of commitment and afraid of, of diving into a relationship and had to kind of deal with my own insecurities as a person, as a man, to really try to just push those to the side and go after the things I want, which was Ashley at the time. Um, I'm not saying that's a good thing because it shouldn't come down to that point for a lot of things. But that's okay. Um, but I think maybe this is a scenario where... Kimberly, you could show this guy what his life would look like without you because if you're checking off nine of the 10 boxes, that's actually really good <laughs> when you think about it. I'm sorry, but any I within any relationship, uh, your significant other, it's not going to be 10 out of 10. Everything mm-hmm. is perfect. We agree on everything. We like to do everything uh, you know, the same at the same time and we, we never argue. That's just not realistic and that's not how relationships work. And I think this guy needs to realize that this and I'm surprised he hasn't because not to say age is a huge factor, but being 39 years old, you would you know, you go through so many different well, life Peter experiences. Pan. Peter Pan, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's just yeah. not growing up. That could be an issue too if he's afraid of commitment. You know, he's been single for a while. He's 39 already. Yeah. Um, that's certainly not old, but, you know, I think at 39, you go through enough life experience to kind of have an you idea of what you want. want. Exactly. Versus what you don't want. And the idea that you check off nine of the 10 boxes for me seems like, hey, this is something I should want. I should go after. And she should just focus on herself because the more you focus on you, the more others will too. And I believe that when you're dating, it's like you're dancing and you're you're in your own little world and you're dancing. And it, it, if you're loving your life and you're dancing in your own life, it, it you need someone to pull you out of that to really make mm-hmm. you, you know, take notice and like really want to be with somebody. She just needs to like focus on her own life. And no, that makes sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Because there's nothing more attractive than someone who loves their own life and they're not like focused on why this person doesn't want me all the way. And stop sleeping with him. Yeah, that's a big one. Come on now, honey. 
Huh? Giving up the goods. Yeah, you're giving up the goods. And the thing is, why would he ever come in a relationship where he has everything he wants right now? He Cow, has you as a best, best friend. Exactly. You're his best friend. You're talking to him every day, texting, calling. So it's pretty much a relationship there. You're sleeping with him. Right. So he has the physical part of it. Why would he ever jump into a relationship when he has everything he already wants? Right. That's He's- interesting. He says, I can't. It's just it's like kissing my best friend. But you clearly don't have any trouble wanna- having sex with your yeah. best friend. <laughs> Isn't that what we all want to find? I want to find my best friend. I want to be kissing our best friend. Yes. He's just, he probably just doesn't want to take her to the airport. I mean, that's what boyfriends do. He doesn't want to help her move. (laughs) He doesn't want to do all those things, you know, the relationship stuff. Sadie, uh, so if you had to describe your dating life, with one dance. What is your dance? The salsa. Oh, the salsa. (laughs) I like it. Oh, insert salsa emoji girl with blonde hair. Nice. And you're wearing a red dress. Doesn't she wear the red dress in the emoji too? She does. You are that emoji girl right now. Wow. Uh, Before we go, I just wanted to tap... Touch on oh god this, that last email got my mind in the gutter apparently wow. I wanted to touch on the Bachelorette Sadie yes you were on the show so was I last night was hometowns Ooh. I know you have some particular opinions about it I don't know if you wanted to voice them Hannah certainly did last night on Twitter I don't know if you guys saw I that I didn't see that I'd like to know so what happened so she was live tweeting along with the show and are you and maybe live having some vino <laughs> I think she was having a couple glasses of vino maybe you know she was enjoying herself some of her grammar was a little off um but uh have you kept up with the Jed drama as well do you know about this I know about the windmill no, or with what? his off-show stuff. No, what? You haven't heard anything? No, no, no. Oh, just, this is huge news. Talk to me. So Jed is obviously in the final four. About three weeks ago, People Magazine broke the story that Jed went on The Bachelorette with a girlfriend. <gasps> that he broke up with te- by text? Or no, is that the other guy? he That's did a- not break up with her. He went on the show, Stop. told this girl that he was going to fake the entire thing. He wanted to go on for his music career. Right. And that when he got off the show, well, they would... They would still be together. Literally, I'm not surprised, though. All he's plugging is music like nobody's was. It's like, unbelievable. Hey, Hannah, let's get into the studio and write a song together and I'll be the only one singing. It's <laughs> like he's doing a parody of himself because no. last night during Hometowns, you think, oh, watch, Jed's going to have some sort of musical hometown. And of course, what do they do except go into a studio, write a song together about how they're in the stars. And it's like, you can't even write this stuff. You can't write it. It was he's- so lame. And she's like, maybe I have stars on my dress, so it's a sign. Yeah, I know. Well, she was falling for it, obviously. But, you know, a guy with a guitar, you know, I can can see it. I totally see it. Um, And so that's the big drama right now. I mean, there's obviously tons of drama within the show, but that's a big one because he's obviously in the final four. He's going to fantasy suites. And she already gave it up. Apparently, from all the promos, she does say that she had sex with somebody in the windmill. And it does, from everything I've seen online, it seems like it was Jed. Well, he's smart because we're talking about him right now. Yeah, he's not that smart, though, because as soon as the show ends, people are going to hate. Oh, my God. Yeah. On that. Um, Can we talk about how beautiful Luke's mom was? Like, she was hot. Oh, yeah. Well, she had the the white hair. Yeah, like, but she looks 20. Silver blonde, but like, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. The woman. only thing that I like about Luke is his mom. Oh, I think Luke is just so in over his head oh right God. now. He has no idea what the hell is happening around. I him. just he's uh, that's a lot for me. And also, can wait. This is this has nothing to do with like their relationships or anything. This is more of like a social etiquette mm-hmm. moment. When Tyler was saying goodbye to Hannah mm-hmm. and her SUV, her black SUV is waiting outside. The driver is in the driver's seat. Yep. Parked car. Yep. And they just start going at it. Yep. Straddling him while the driver is just sitting there like, 
I hope I get five stars. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just like, what was that? I mean, well, when you don't see someone or you know you're not going to see someone for a while, I think emotions run high and you just get in the moment. And Is that why she wraps her legs around them every time she sees them? Can you imagine me doing that on like a second date, like in, in Santa Monica, like yeah. outside of a restaurant? Like Just jumping up, full <laughs> straddle. Well, I, doesn't every girl do it on the show though? I feel like I've seen it a thousand times, especially I'll when get like picked, I got it's a group up. date and like the girls are running towards yeah. the guy and then they jump up and hug him. And the, the, I'm fine with the jump up and hug. It's the the straddling. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's it's really it's very it's distracting. Um, uh, intimate. It's a yeah, very I don't. Intimate moment. I just can't unsee it. And that Uber driver was there for every step of the way. But the reason I bring up tweets is Hannah was going along with the. The ride, so to speak. She was <laughs> tweeting uh, when she went on the date with uh, Pete the pilot. And she said... He's the, I love him. Yeah, he's a cutie. Um, I don't think she's going to pick him. Really? I, just, I do. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think she's going either Tyler or Jed right now. Those oh are my, my God, two. but what about Jed's girlfriend? Well, she's going to be highly disappointed when they come back Clearly. Uh, together. Or who knows? Maybe he'll get everything. He, I don't know. Well, it already came out, so it's too late now. He can't like go back. And, right. He has to commit yeah, he's, to his he's, actual story. I know. I don't know what the hell he's going to do. But she was like, she also said that uh, Hannah Hannah was talking about Pete. Uh, God, I can't even talk anymore. She's talking <laughs> about Peter and she said that he was the smoothest landing I've ever experienced. He knows his way around the cockpit. Wow. <laughs> she was just going in last night. Wow. She was, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, and then so. She was feeling herself. She was feeling herself. So she also said when the the Jed date was happening, Jed made a toast at one point. I don't know if you remember with it. He was like to family, the people I love, and to somebody I'm starting new love with or something like that. Right. She tweeted, good toast, good message, cheers. <laughs> a little shady. A little oh. shade, obviously. And then. She tweeted immediately afterwards saying, I wish I could tweet the things coming out of my family's mouth right now. Lulz. L-O-L-Z. Lulz. Oh, wow. Really? That's like, that's a big really? laugh right Belly there. Belly laugh. Yeah, that's not laugh out loud. That's like laugh out loud, plural. Right. <laughs> Everybody's right. laughing out loud. Wow. I wonder what they were laughing about. I don't know, but it was. I think it was during Jed's date when she tweeted that. So obviously there's some shade being thrown okay. the Jed way. So I'm very curious how this whole thing plays out because now she's bringing four guys to the fantasy suite. She just can't get enough. She can't get enough. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's just test drive she, them, you know? I love Let's it. see what's going. I love it. More power to her. And to be fair to her, we have no idea what happens within the fantasy suite. She could want just more personal off-camera time with all these guys. Sure. Just plain devil's advocate but here. But if we know by the windmill story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a very fair point. Um, so it should be, I just wanted to touch on that and uh, it should be an interesting finish. I, I really hope it's Pete. I hope it's. Remember, he got all teary when he was like doing the to his toast. I felt was very, oh, yeah. very genuine, very authentic. Gosh, and his mom really, really likes Hannah too. Oh yeah, they were like best friends. Seems like a very just wholesome, happy, yeah, family you want to you know be a part of. Totally you be around. And I, she better learn that German prayer. Yeah, I better get on that quick. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping, obviously, I'm just hoping that it's not uh, Jed or Luke P right now. Oh, God, Luke. I know. I honestly am starting to feel bad for Luke a little bit. Why? Because I think he's just has no idea what's going on. Ugh. I think he's just trying to be somebody else, and he's, 
I'm not saying I'm not advocating his ways, but he just I I don't know why she's keeping he's him in around. Over his head. He's in way over his head. Yeah. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. Hannah knows it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she knows by now that this guy just needs to just go home and and reevaluate mm-hmm. some things. Yeah. And yet he is still here. Crazy town. The best part was though when his parents were like his whole family was basically like kind of convincing Hannah of what a great guy he mm. is. And like, she's just like, mm, yeah, I, I know. know she wasn't even saying anything. She's, she's like, sm- yeah. she's just doing her signature smile. Yeah. A bee with a smile. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm not going to say anything not nice right now. Yeah. But I'm going to just smile. I'm just going to smile and nod. Yes. Um, what about Tyler's tight pants? Do we get to talk about that? They were so, uh, you can they, talk about they were like want. tighter than Hannah's. I felt like they were just, I, I don't know. It was just something I noticed. Yeah, I mean, the dude works out. He wants to show it off. Yeah, I mean, go for it. But. Uh, women are going crazy for Tyler C. right now. I know. He's he's, that, that he's the cat's meow, as they say, <laughs> in today's world, because we all know the kids are saying that, aren't they? <laughs> yes, sirree. Um, well, that should do it right there for our episode of Help I Suck at Dating this week. Sadie Murray, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thanks you for having incredible. me. I had so much fun. I had a blast, too. This was a really great episode, and uh, you will have to come back when the whole crew is here. Oh, Vanessa, love Dean. Um, and, and make sure it's not a phoner. So when if when when you come back on the podcast, no hot yoga that week. No hot yoga, and I will I will physically bring the champagne this time. Oh, perfect. Because we that's etiquette. That's nice etiquette. I got to bring something. I no. know. Vanessa phones in, so we're gonna make sure that she plans ahead and has a glass of champagne oh, in her yeah. hand for that. Okay, one. good call. Um, and a big thank you to Micah Meyer, uh, who is the founder and director of what was that again? Beaumont. Beaumont. Uh, etiquette where she teaches etiquette all around the world. You can go check out uh, that website, uh, beaumontetiquette.com to find out more about Micah. M- I keep saying Murray because your last hey, name is Murray. Okay. Micah Lots Meyer. Of Lots of M's. Lots of M's. Thank you for everybody listening to the podcast because without you guys listening, there would be no podcast. So we really appreciate it. Thank you for all the emails that get sent in it is my favorite part of the podcast. We love hearing from you guys. And if you can send in more emails, please do so at I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. And if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram is at Help I Suck at Dating. And then the Facebook group is, of course, Help I Suck at Dating podcast. There's a lot of good discussion in there. Uh, Friends are being made. We're creating a little bit of a community on there, which I really like. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And make sure you tune in next week for an all-new episode where hopefully we all suck a little less. (laughs) <laughs> Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. 
The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.